Hello, everyone. This is Michaela from Joy Inc., and you're listening to the End All the Things podcast. As a life coach and facilitator, I work with individuals and groups to empower their best selves to shine to the betterment of all involved. My goal is always to bring you closer to trusting the voice inside of you that is authentically yours. My job here is no different. In my journey through life, I continue to meet people who use their authenticity, their gifts, to grow, change, and serve through professional and personal endeavors. These people and their stories become my gift to you, for I cannot keep a good thing to myself, and I believe that they may inspire a part of your story to evolve. In the spirit of not keeping a good thing to myself. I would be remiss as a coach, a friend, a colleague, a person you listen to through a podcast, if I did not introduce you to my coach, my healer, my true, true gift to the ability I've harnessed to grow, to change, and to serve. Today, I offer you Wanda Harris and all the things. This is a conversation that could take hours and hours and hours, but we did it in under one hour. And I invite you to open your mind and think about what questions do you need to ask yourself? What perspective do you need to bring into your story? And where are you in the balance between fate and free will? We cover all this and so much more as we explore the nameless technique, as we explore Wanda, and as we share some of my journey and the vulnerabilities that I've worked through. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Are you good? Yes. So today we have a truly special guest for you. This is a person who has been beyond influential in my experience. So short of rambling on and on, because you're going to get to understand why as we explore this conversation, but I proudly introduce to you, Miss Wanda Harris. Wanda is my coach. She is my healer. She is my source of joy and inspiration when I get a little lost in the world. But Wanda, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? What is it that, that you are called here to do in your time on earth? And how do I fit into that story? Okay, I'm so glad to be here, number one, you know, always. And I, uh, w- when people ask me this particular question, I always uh, start to try to dig up something and go, oh, well, who am I? What am I? You know, what am I doing here? Sometimes we may ask that question in ourselves, what are we all doing here? And I want to sum it up really with something that may be really um, kind of simple, but I'm going to try to shorten it up a little bit. Um, uh, it feels as though that I am here to present something called the, na- the nameless technique. And what that means is that it's a technique that you can't really name. And the only reason probably or what's behind that is because everything we do in this world is a mixture of a lot of labels. Yeah. And when we label something, we really then put it in a box and we only give it that label that we know. So the mind, mm-hmm. you know, the ego part of the mind is really, uh, is very smart. And it really will start to hold us in a box. And attached, and, really yes. attached to an yes. other thing. Yes. 
Okay, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And uh, so what it does is it kind of labels that and then we cannot seem to get out of that that we have now um, became accustomed to or habitual, uh, um, uh, a formula with that. And, and then the name is technique uh, became that because we could really now get out of that. So we won't be able to say, oh, that does that. That's this is what she does here. I don't really know what it is that <laughs> it feels mm -hmm. that I'm doing here. Yet I know one thing only that it represents a message or a healing or an opening uh, so people can really realize the real innate truth about their nature. Mm -hmm. And um how you and I met, I guess, uh, through a friend of a friend. And the journey just kept expanding. That's what happened, I call it, in holy relationships. I'm using the word holy, not because it can be labeled to a, 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 a Christianity or this. Holy just means uh, an experience of something that has a higher uh, accolade to it and it represents the best of both things unison in one let's just get right to what that holy means people think mm -hmm. when they hear that word oh my goodness that means there's a spiritual this is it's it's uh it's tacked to some religion no well, no that's the labeling that's, yes. that's the labeling and and then we put such a fine point on it that if if I'm saying holy and you're saying holy, it has to come from the same experience. Yes, yes, yes. reality it's it's the you've said it before my pastor Lathelma says it you know when more than two are gathered right that is where we commune that is where the spirit lives and yes. I mean it lives within us of course but when we label it we put a barrier between that holiness between that yes. sacred space or the opportunity for that yes so, okay yes. yeah Keep and going. thank you and um and then you and I um it was time to connect we connected uh and it appears that it's larger than what we do on the sessions when I'm with you. It is just multidimensional, which really shows that everything is not labeled. If we would have labeled one arena, we would have just stayed in that one arena. Yep. And nobody needs to be in one arena. You know, we all are these, oh, these beings of just so much expansion there when we have when we realize that and have the supportive energy behind it, then it really just starts to take directions that we don't know, we can't see. Yeah. So no, and that's that's so true. You know, we're for frame of reference, we're talking about maybe six years ago when we first connected. Is it? Was it that? Oh my maybe goodness. five. I don't. I don't know. It's, again, like wow. everything on time, right? Who knows what time is? But yes, it's when I met you. I remember thinking I need to show up and truly demonstrate my full spiritual self. And I have all the answers and because I wanted to be fuller than I was, but I was uh -huh. so afraid to say, I'm not actually feeling very full and I don't really know these answers, but what you did that day. And I think we were at like a Chili's or something. Yes. Yes, we um, were. You just kept saying, you don't have to know the answer. You don't have to know the answer today, but the invitation to the questions, right? And, and the, the space to say, it's okay not to know the answer. Yes. That kind of, for those listening, that kind of encapsulates the nameless technique. It's, you don't know the answers in my head and heart, but I don't either. I have to be asked the question 
so that I can come up with the answer, right? And for those of you who have been paying attention, you'll know that I talk a lot about the question, what are you tolerating? And while you may have asked me that a few times, it was mm -hmm. you that created the space for me to even have the, the vision for a life with fully, fully embodying joy, right? You said to me at the right time, you said, what are you tolerating? And my answer was a life without joy. I am tolerating a life without joy. It's big, beautiful, and wonderful. And I am not involved. I am disengaged. But it's having those questions put in front of me mm -hmm. that let me rename myself, right? I had to mm -hmm. shift out of this. I know all the answers and I am always prepared and I can handle anything to, huh, what if I don't know the answers? But what if that's the, what if that's the joy, the journey and the finding of it? Yes, things are great. Yes, things are hectic. But but that was for for all intents and purposes the mm -hmm. foundation of what mm -hmm. would be Joy Inc. And the idea that we can incorporate joy back in and we can build it into the story. So where you call it nameless, yes, yeah. but that's because we are always meant to continue to identify and yes. re-identify ourselves, right? Yes. I hope to never stop. Well, let me, <laughs> let me say this. This is, and yet you were, you brought that to you. So it was you who uh, was the, it, it, you know, you ignited that. You really brought that in. You really encouraged that to happen. I always say there's a step before the step uh, to really bring in the step. So I have to thank you for that because I always tell people that it's no, it is no me without you and no you without me. There is no one without the other. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's all, it's all a unison. And when we get a chance to see that, to, to, to come to realization um, in the connection with two people, there are two things going on. Mm -hmm. There is on both sides, a learning and a receiving both sides yep. all the time, all the time. Yeah. And one of the things you say often is that every encounter is a healing encounter, <clears throat> divinely seen, right? Yes. The idea, you know, for me, I hold that as this situation may suck. This may not be fun for me right, right now. <laughs> but the reality is it's not going anywhere yes. unless I shift and I change. And it has been such a transformation, one that I am still on, learning yes, how we all to are. Mm -hmm. pause, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. say, you know, how do I want this to result? And again, that's become foundational in my coaching practice. Yeah. Um, so what you all will find is, I have learned so much from you, right? Mm -hmm. I have been given so much permission in our space to become, right? Mm. How do you like, how do you manage keeping yourself safe and, and boundaried when you work so intimately and so closely with people, right? That is a really, that's a really, really good question. Let me think, wise people. <laughs> yeah, look, um, uh, uh, you see, here is what I come in, uh, there are things we know, there are things that we do know, and uh, there's one thing that I know for sure, that I'm not meeting anybody in a lessened state than myself. 
uh, I already see their perceived competence. I, I, I know that the meeting or the encounter is already in that healing moment that we're talking about. So it's almost like I don't have to do anything to uh, to say, okay, I got to stay in this point or this has to happen. When I go into it, I'm already in that mode before the happenings happen. <laughs> and yep. in that, and we all are all the time, we just forget mm -hmm. that we don't have to dress anything up when you are being led by your innate nature there. Everybody has it. It's, Tell me more about that. So, yeah. Explain that a little and, further. Okay. Um, and I talk a lot about, you and I spoke about free will, which comes up right here in, in, in this moment. In other words, we have everything we need already. So what that means, some people may ask, well, no, I don't. I don't have enough money. I don't have the car. I don't have the home. We have um, the connection of feeling uh that oneness and that freedom internally without those things already manifesting. So we don't have to jump out to get that to produce an effect. We already are the effect. <laughs> so it's almost like, okay, so now I'm going to grab these things, but you already have, you already have this internal um, uh, happiness or insight already before you go and receive these things. Those things are enhancers or just not really an enhancer. They just come along for the ride. Let's say that. And um, so free will uh, gives us a chance to be able to create what we want to create and uncreate what we don't want to have. Mm -hmm. um, and so but the what, argument there, you know, is, um, well, I can't change anything. And, you know, I've, I've done my best and this is the lot that I've been given. I don't have any choice. And I really, I disagree with that. Right. And, and in our conversations, I love the idea that as you talk about the perceived competency, yes, we already are enough. We don't yes. need the external validation of climbing the ladder or getting the car or doing the things, right? Yes. yes. What we need, the free will comes from listening to that divine gift inside. The free yes. will comes from identifying that we aren't a name, that we aren't a thing. We just have to listen, right? Exactly. So when when the world starts like happening to us and mm -hmm. we feel like we've lost our free will and we're just fated to, you know, despair, right? That's where we say, well, what lane are you in? What, what are you headed for? And is that what you really want? Right. For me, when we started, I, I don't even know what I thought I wanted, but mm. I thought I was trying to do it all for the right reasons. Yes. And what I found is I was dying inside, right? Like yeah. I was just, suffering and struggling when a shift in perspective, a, an additional bit of agency here mm -hmm. and there. And mm -hmm. I was able to say, I like this and I don't like this. I want yes. this and I don't want that. And it may have been on a small scale, but I decided that I could impact my own free will to benefit my fate because my fate is already decided 
because I'm a magical divine creature here to bring forth my gift. That's my fate. Yes. Right. How and I get there. I'm going to listen to the voice inside. That's mine. You know, now the keynote, you just said something here, the voice inside of you, that is yours. A lot of times we are living in somebody else's voice, somebody else's Say voice. that again. Oh my goodness. We even, even myself, we, we have been listening to everybody else's voice except ours. So how do you know what's your voice? Now, here's one thing that people can, this is what I mean about free will. When you start to tap into the you, this really the you, not the veiled of illusion you. We know mm -hmm. that that happens all the time. Um, so when you are uncomfortable, that is a signal that I am going against something that truly is not me. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that one thing there. Okay. For an example, just say that uh, my mother, when I was growing up, maybe she wanted me to um, be an executive or whatever, but that wasn't really me, but that was for her that she did not do. So she mm -hmm. put that on me. I projected, picked it up or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I get jobs that I don't fit in. Uh, it's always hectic. Uh, I'm not feeling good there. That is my signal to know there. Hello, Wanda. Hmm. Is this is this where you need to be, or whose voice is that? So when those um, difficulty moments are uncomfortable, it's just a signal to say, okay, just take a look. Not to cripple you, not to judge you. How would we know if these if these things weren't here? Okay. They are a guided. They are our guide so we can look in. It's not to, uh, you know, really make us feel bad. Uh, don't look, hide it. No, it's there, but we're taught right. not to feel. We're taught probably not to experience. Okay, if you're feeling bad, go buy some clothes. If you're yeah. feeling bad, go out to dinner. If you're feeling bad, go do this, go do. No, you can yet take the moment that you feel uncomfortable with and let it be your teacher. Everything is a healing encounter divinely seen, but I must wake up to know that. Now, if people right. don't want to wake up, that's fine too. Yet you want to wake up to know it is here to support you. It is here so you can see if I just step back and go, oh my goodness, what is this telling me about this job that I'm in? Oh, is this really what I want to be doing? How do I feel when I come here? I'm going to start to get in touch with, this may not be for me, but I got to be okay. I got to be okay with getting in touch with what's not, what doesn't feel okay. But we're yeah. taught in the world, no, no, don't feel probably, you know, but we're coming out of that now. Don't so. feel, don't acknowledge. And yes. you know, when we, when we do, yes. when people do acknowledge their, 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 weaknesses and i'm using air quotes on that one what right that's how culture calls it this is a weakness yes. but it's you're right we aren't gonna find it by buying the skin creams yeah some of them are important but we don't need sure. 17 of them that cost hundreds of dollars each like that's not self-care that's just yeah. part of expensive hygiene right <laughs> self-care self-care yeah. is way more than skin deep you know and yeah. and i don't think that we recognize that so 
we go through life thinking, well, if I do the skin cream, everything will be fine. Yes. But it's all of that, whether it's the skin cream or if it's alcohol or other distractions without the perspective of saying, well, why are you doing that? Did you get yes. the results you wanted? Would yes. you do it again? Right. Yes. We don't have that. So we think that life is just happening to us because we don't take control of it. Um, and you, for me, have helped me build a life that I don't want to escape from. Right. In this time that we've been working together, mm -hmm. I have gone from a faded flower to very proudly <laughs> a bright, shining, blossoming flower, unsure yet of which direction to point, but I'm just going to keep going where the sun leads. Right. Yeah. I have put myself in a stable position in a job that was very wonderful and powerful and benefiting, but also very hurting to my insides. You mm -hmm. helped me build a position there that I could then exit from. Mm -hmm. You have helped me build my business. You mm -hmm. helped me, my entire family gets to mm -hmm. spend time with you. Yeah. Um, and all of that has been done without you telling me ever what to do. <laughs> that is true. Ever. I was just sitting here thinking, did I, did we ever? Never <laughs> once. And, mm -hmm. and so I say that wow. I did not do this alone, right? This is, mm -hmm. we're doing this together, but to your point, we're using beautiful divine intervention, but it's all been my choice. I have chosen with my free will yes. to, to answer the call. You said to me one time, are you willing to be a co-creator in, what is it? Are you willing to be a co-creator in your purpose or something yes. to that effect? Yes. Yes. And I was like, yes, I can do that. Yes. But it's it's the perspective. And now yes. I'm not nameless specifically, but I, I will continue to name myself and I will yes. continue to take off labels like perfect. Like, you know, all that's tied to that word. <laughs> I am my perfect messy. Oops, I forgot that. But don't worry, I'm going to nail this self. Um, yes. <laughs> and that's all been questions in a safe space where I have been able to move toward my fate, right? Yes. My fate is to bring my gift to the world. That's yes. our fate. That is what we were all here to do, I believe. Um, so it's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. It's all the questions. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey there, amazing listeners of And All The Things. Thank you for being on this journey with me. The fact that you're still here I have to assume this podcast has sparked your curiosity, encouraging you to think of life beyond your current boundaries. Now it's time to take that energy and channel it into a transformative journey where boundless joy awaits. Introducing The Course for Joy, brought to you by Joy Enterprises and me, Michaela, your joy coach. Life gets busy, I get it, but self-care matters and should not take a back seat. That is why we've crafted a four-week self-guided adventure to seamlessly fit into your routine. In just 15 minutes, a few times each week, our enlightening video lessons and engaging workbooks will guide you through self-discovery and bring you closer to growth. As a special bonus, when you enroll in the Course for Joy, you'll receive an exclusive 50-minute live coaching session. We'll celebrate your progress and create a roadmap for your journey ahead. Are you ready to paint your life with vibrant joy and purpose? Visit myjoycoach.com backslash course 
to learn more about the transformative course for joy. Let's amplify your joy and ignite your purpose together. Stay tuned for more inspiration and insights right here on And All The Things. What do you do? So we're having this conversation about Mm -hmm. divine and a little ethereal and knowing without knowing, but, and and that might sound a little frothy to people, Mm -hmm. right? A little up Mm -hmm. in the bubbles. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But yet, you know, I don't think it's frothy. Um, But yet you work with high power executives. Mm -hmm. Doing work in this way. How do you bridge that gap? Because that's something I can see corporate America, if you will, to, to for lack of a better word, talking about mindfulness, talking about yes. emotional intelligence, but I don't know how deeply rooted that is in the individuals. So how do you get to that level? And, and we're stereotyping, okay? Mm-hmm. Totally stereotyping mm-hmm. sure, this corporate executive mm-hmm. um, avatar, if you will. Mm-hmm. How do you get into that with some of this frothy stuff? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting because a lot of people ask me, you know, when I work with different people, you know, wealth advisors or people in the corporate world, besides, you know, um, people who are not in the corporate world, I see them, number one, as this one unison with everything. I, I don't come into it in a separational mind gap in my with myself, first They're of all. They're just being. Yes. And if done. I did, then guess what I would be doing? Then I had to put them in a the box and go, oh, okay, okay, so now I see they are different. Mm-hmm. And no, it's just not that it's different. It's just um, another variation of a variation of a variation. Right. Yet the tree, remember that it's a grounding tree, but they have billions of branches on that tree. Okay. Number one, I don't see it as separation, first mm-hmm. of all. And I don't see them as any, that position can be that position. To me, all positions are unison, one connection, many, many ways, <laughs> but it's still that one, one, one unity. Do you um, say that to them? Uh, do, do I you, say it to do them? Do you say that in like a corporate executive setting that we are all one unison? Oh, oh no. What I do is this. Here's how, here's how, if I, depends on what is, how, um, how open they are their position is internally. Mm-hmm. And this is something about the name of technique that usually happens. Um, I, 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 I'm able or not I'm able, I don't want to say I anything, but it is able or this, what I'm bringing to the world with this, it is able to really fine tune uh, exact what that exact person may need to know or say. So I don't know really how that kind of happens. <laughs> I wish that, but it just comes yeah. through me to happen, the happening for it. Yep. I wish I could give the information on how that happens, but I can't because it's beyond. And then but what you- happens, just to have a conversation with maybe somebody named John. I'll just use John, for instance. And maybe John is a um, um, a corporate executive. And if John is having difficulty in his business or landing clientele or or, or creating his business i know that the heart of that that john just needs to open up to serve more in the business (laughs) and actually so i use that as uh the mechanism so john could look at uh what he's doing john well how are you serving now when you're serving are you serving in a way that you feel good or are you serving 
just to make sure you land the client. Because if you're serving the way that you feel good, you don't have to convince the client. You will, you will, it, it's a servicing energy because number one, they are not disconnected from servicing energy either. <laughs> yep. So this is, this is how I look at that picture. I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people ask me that. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I just see a variation, variation. Yet I know if it's something they're not receiving, they are, it's something that they are not giving. So mm -hmm. I just want to verge there for a second and not to have someone to think, oh, I'm not giving enough. No, if you want something, you must be in, you must be a part of that activation in order to receive it. Doesn't mean how much. It can be, it, it doesn't have a price on what that is. I'll give you a, a little story here. Um, I call the, I don't call people clients. I call them miracle mates because everybody is a miracle mate to me. And that's how we I see all you in bring this miracles. <laughs> so I use the word miracle mates, everybody. And I, there was a miracle mate that I was having a session with and um, she wanted, she said she wasn't um, having enough stimuli of abundance. And we all know in the world, so I, I said to her, let's let's jump out of that for a second. I would like for her to be a, a something I call a participant and an observer. You've heard me speak of this. Mm -hmm. So I said to her, okay, let's be an observer for a moment. Jump out of the participant. I want you to be an observer for just one second. And uh, we're going to put it on the table. We're going to act like that's Maddie's uh, um, story, but we're going to be an observer to her story. And I said to her, so now we, as an observer, we know now there is not a shortage of money in America. Now, how do we know this? They are paying actors and actors millions. Let's just look at, we're not, and I don't want to signal them out. I'm going to pick them out, actors and actors, dancers, the whole, whatever. We know that there's not a shortage. That clearly shows you that it's not a shortage. Yeah. We may not be in the energy of receiving it, but there's not a shortage. We had that clear. She said, yes. I said, okay. I said, now since we're clear about that, uh, I said, name name about 10 people who she couldn't stop naming. I said, okay, give me a, then I went to the fields of uh, uh, curriculums of, yeah, so we know there's no shortage. I said, okay. And she said, but okay. I said, but now you're feeling somewhere that there is. So then I asked her, let's go back into being a participant. She said, yes. I said, okay, so I'm going to give you um, just something to do for five days, maybe seven, but five is good. I said, I want you, if you're using a credit card when you pay for things or you use um, cash, doesn't matter. But I want you to, as you drive around or if you're looking at things, I want you to um, notice uh, what you can what you can buy. I want you to see something you can buy, but I want you to say, wow, I really, I, I can buy that, but I'm not going to get it. I said, so I want you to do that for at least five or seven days. I said, I just want you to don't purchase it. Just say, oh, it can be um, maybe a, a tray on a table. I don't care. Something you see or you have come across, you know, during the week. I I can buy that. The, the key word was here. I can buy that, but I don't want it. Mm -hmm. So after about seven days and we had a call again, she goes, you're not going to believe that, you know, I attracted a client. I said, oh, yeah, because you felt you, you felt you can be prosperous so you have to feel it before it happens you can't just go i gotta wait till it happens no that's a, oh my goodness no no no. she she brought it in that was she had to have a feeling and that's what i see with everybody the feeling of 
the competency, nobody I meet is, is incompetent. Everybody is competent. They have it. I, I come with it with yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of the, it, it's a two part thing, right? We yes. have to start believing we have to, yes. we have to create the vibration of yes. our beliefs and change the language. But at the same time, she had to be actively thinking about enough money, actively thinking about having I feel good. I can buy it. Involved. I, I could good. have that. I just choose not to. Yes. I feel and at good. the same time, it. still yes. moving forward in the business, right? Yes. Like you yes. cannot just sit home no. and think about and go on to QVC and look for things to buy and choose not to buy them and think everything is going to change. Yes. Right. It's this is the fate and the free will. We are sure. fated to have abundance. But we also have to make action and put, yes, belief, put the thought process, change the mentality, because that's what breeds the manifestation, right? That's what brings the thing to life. So I love that story because where we get so stuck in a name, it, it might be, I'm always broke. Yes. Right. Don't that's have a name. That's an identity. Yes. And if I truly believe that, guess what I'm going to be? Always yes. broke. Always broke. Right. But if it's, if it's, well, I just don't have the money I want right now, but what am I willing to do to get it? What can I do to get it? What can I enjoy with what I have? How do I savor what I have? And, and being appreciative of that instead of naming it as something that's already labeled. it. Yes. Cause it's right? going to put you in the box. Then now yeah. we get to say, well, now what could I be called? What right? can I do? Yes. You, and you're so good. It's so funny that your thing is the nameless technique because you do like to name things. And it's a great process that I've learned. Like, remember I had a, a cyst on my neck. I know that's a little weird to discuss, yes. but we named it, right? I hated mm -hmm. it. I was so angry and it hurt. And you're like, just name it. And I yes. got to be like, oh, there you are. Whatever, whatever we called it. Yes. But suddenly it wasn't my adversary. It was just a thing in my space. Right. And I had to shift the intention that I put towards it. Yes. I, this was years ago. I don't even know if you remember. Yes, I do remember. You just brought but it back. Yeah. But the naming of things and giving it a, okay, there you are again. Thanks for showing up today, but I don't sure. need you anymore. Right. That kind of a naming and releasing process, um, I think is great. Right. So if the mindset is I'm always broke, well, thank you. You might've always, you know, not had the money that you want. At but some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you want to call yourself now? You yes. Know, I'm in search yes. of money. I'm exploring it. Um, you know, and for me, that's also something that we've talked about. I have strange feelings about money. Um, yes. and that's been an unpleasant result mm -hmm. throughout my life, right? Um how is it now? Now, I mean it's it's better and it's different. I don't hate it. I don't no? hate money. Um <laughs> I haven't come to the place of like learning to like hard, hard and fast love it. Right. Sure. Because and you may never come to a place of right. loving it. Doesn't matter. But it's I just... had to, I mm -hmm. had to come back to what we talked about earlier, where we live in a capitalistic society where the mm -hmm. world tells us that the amount of money we have in our pocket determines some level of our worth. The amount yes. of money in our pocket just allows us to quote self-care for ourselves. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and I just don't believe that. And I think that we very much demonize money and it can yes. be a really dangerous thing, which is where my, you know, my open bleeding heart never fell in love with money growing up. Right. Yes. But now one of the things that you've helped me with is to see it as a, 
currency for the energy as a yes, way it is. to bring forth the transaction is not an exchange of money. It's, it's a shifting, right? It's and a it's wheel. a Yeah. And it's a it's wheel. And wheel. that makes me feel better about it. Right. Yes, wheel. Because that's what it is all about today. If we lived in a different world. We may not be talking about money, but here we are. Um, and I just, I think it's one of those, you know, people don't want to talk about money, politics, religion, but these are the, some of the most important conversations to have because it determines yes. how we get ourselves to our fate, what gets yes. in the way of our fate. Um, so as you know, I have a lot of spirituality and a history with religion. And in the past few years, I've really been moving with my family closer to religion. Now, I have had great open conversations with my pastor, with people at church about some of my questions and some mm -hmm. of my like, well, that's not my favorite part of church and religion stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you do such a nice job of not naming it. Mm -hmm. and, and you give us all space for the divine source, energy, etc. How How important is it to separate or is it important to separate religion from the thoughts that you have or is it more important to build in the inclusion of them to the work that you do does that you make sense such, you asked such the greatest questions and you and you and you put them right in the point i so love that mm -hmm. uh, the inclusion of everything is um really brings harmony mm -hmm. a lot of people ask me sometimes um well, what, well, really, what are you? And I went, I don't know. I'm mm -hmm. in the center. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I would say to them, okay, they would ask me, well, what is, is there a religion? I said, well, no, but if, if I had to really define one, I would go just love. Cause I, and I say this a lot, I've never met, I, I've had people from all types of religions, all miracle mates, all types, all, all forms. I never met anybody who said to me, I want more uh, struggle and unhappiness. Never want. Now, if anybody have email Michaela, mm -hmm. let us know. I would love to interview that person myself. I've never heard that because we all are striving for peace, love, abundance, and happiness. Everybody, I've never met anybody who said, give me the opposite of all of that. Not yet. Now they may be out there. I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, it's always an exception somewhere yet. Um, so I, I think in the center, because remember I'm not seeing <laughs> what I'm seeing is not what maybe someone may be seeing in the person. I am, I'm, I'm more um, seeing or witnessing or having experience with the inner core of them. Uh, here is another sharp moment about abundance. What this is interesting. Uh, even though wealth advisors and executives, all of them probably make, uh, six figures, I don't know. And probably, I don't know, maybe more than six figures that I, I, I'm uh, um, delegating in at the point in time. I can't see that there's no separation in what that is. I'm just going to the inner nature, that internal part of them. And when I am with that with everybody, then the thing about religion, it fades for me. Their religion is their own. Their spirituality is their own. I don't teach that after. I don't teach anything. I'm just the guide of implementing, uh, illuminating something that we already have. Yep. Everybody have it. It's just that my intention of awareness 
is in that often, <laughs> probably more often than anything. <laughs> often is it can yeah yeah. Right. So I see everybody is um, part of the whole. So I I don't see if that person is that a Buddhist or that person is a Christian. They may say that to me, yet I don't. I don't even go into that arena with them. It's not necessary for what is being done with the nameless technique. So, and I, and I think that's a great way to circle right back to that because we, we start wars over religions because there's a name that they want to hold and, and keep sacred. Right. Mm -hmm. And while religion has a great purpose and great value to so many and in so many places, the point is when we, pull that family tree of religion all back together, it comes mm -hmm. to the idea of love and connection. Yes. And it comes to the working together and moving forward towards something good. So of course you're going to see people as just them, just yes. to be identified. And it's when we say, well, you're a Christian and you're a Buddhist. So this conversation won't work out. That's when we lose in my experience, all of the magic right? Yes. Because when we can understand, even if it's a hostile situation and we're, you know, angry, understanding the opposition and understanding that perspective of the other person, it, it's, that's the learning. That's the encounter where we can learn because then yes. we can at least have a little compassion and say, well, now I understand where you're coming from. However, but in today's world where it's, if you're a Christian or if you're a Buddhist, it, that's it. We forget that we're these other people with hopes and dreams and families and aspirations. And it is, and you know, I, I, and, and here's a good takeaway moment for people who could be listening. Um, if you are having any um, uncomfortable moments with someone, maybe not, uh, well, not agreeing, usually we get that all the time if they don't agree mm -hmm. or whatever if they're not agreeing or they're not seeing it the way you see it, here's one thing you can really start to do with yourself um, in moments like that. And when I just spoke of being a participant and an observer, jump out of being a participant in it for a moment and just jump to the lane of an observer. And people may say, well, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. In other words, you want to now put on the observing glasses. And what I mean by that is I want you to take yourself out of what you are going through with them and look at them from an observer point of view. Take a moment and look at it from an observer point of view in this, in this way. Okay. Let me see what would be underneath their purpose of thinking this way. What could it be that have um, uh, assisted them in being or thinking this way. Not that we're being wrong. We just want to be an observer for a moment. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, after you have a few nuggets around that, um, uh, for an example, if um, I'm going to use my mother because I, I, I like using her for instances, my mother um, used to think that uh, I didn't know I was, I, I, I did not really know a lot of things or I wasn't uh, it didn't seem to her that I was fully adequate and everything because she saw the world the way she saw it. Yet she didn't realize what was happening through me that she couldn't realize where I was in that moment uh, in my growth in that moment. And um, so as I grew up, 
I always would hear her voice saying, no, you're not doing it right. This is not right. Because, of course, I did the way the world wasn't doing it. <laughs> I couldn't because of what I was going to be doing later. Right. And, uh, so I, as I understood this, even though that was such a blessing for her to be that way, because it taught what I mean, everything is a healing encounter. It taught me to be me and to stand in the process of me. So it really was a two-edged sword when we had these things coming at us until we can see that. Um, so my mother, I would still hear her voice sometimes uh, in my head. And I would, instead of criticizing her and being critical about her, then I was able at this moment to say, hmm, let me let me see what what would be behind her thinking this way. Okay, she came from a time they didn't have, she felt they didn't have a lot of choices. Yeah, uh, she had a lot of brothers and sisters. She didn't have enough patience. She was giving out to everybody. So in that moment, my uh, criticalness about her started naturally to transform a little bit because I could see through her eyes why she not why, but what was behind her in that way of being. And even if you weren't certain, it was the possibility that it wasn't yes. about you. The the possibility, like, and and I I do this a lot with the people I work with. Okay, well, why do you think they did that? And it's usually, yes. well, they're just mean. They just wanted to. Well, what if that's not the answer? What else yes. could it be? And start fantasizing a world where number one, we're not the center of everyone else's attention. Right. Yes. Yes. Our world is very important to us, but a lot, like most of what other people do is not about us. Yes. You know? So what could it be? And creating the potential for a different story, right? That and helped the story. Yes. And that for me, that's been great. Um, that was an opening because at that point I, you're able to take off all that intensity. Now what that does in the moment when you, when you are doing that, mm -hmm. Here's what's naturally happened that people don't realize we all have this inside. We're becoming compassionate. That's a natural ability in everybody. We don't have to make it up. That naturally does that. In that step, right. that automatically goes into that realm of us because you know what? Underneath the veil, we are compassionate, we are loving, we are abundant feel, we are happy. We it's naturally in there. This is a whole nother we topic are of another podcast. For connection. We are naturally in there. So that yep. naturally takes place when that happens. Mm -hmm. So someone might say, Well, oh, is that that will start to happen? Yes, try it. Yeah. It naturally would take root because you naturally are that. That's it. And it, and it doesn't mean when I say, okay, well, now I can understand from their perspective what it could maybe should what or maybe was. It yeah. doesn't mean I have to like it. It doesn't mean I have nope. to accept it or forgive it or nope. anything. No. Nope. To it lightens my load. That's the deal. It reduces the amount that I have to carry of taking ownership and responsibility for their actions for the blah, blah, blah. And it says, that's not mine. That's right? what you we want you. because See, you that, have free will exactly. and I'm moving toward my fate and yes. that's it. Yes. And I want to read something here about free will, you know, that I, it's, and, and, and I, I, this, I heard this long ago and it's, it's very powerful. People can take this into your mind is the means by which you determine your own condition. 
because your mind is the mechanism of decision. So it is the power by which you separate or join and experience pain or joy accordingly. Your decision cannot overcome. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, the 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 um, let's just say your the universe, nature, natural, whatever you want to call your spirituality. That decision of that cannot overcome your decision because your decision is as powerful as whatever you are resonating with in your spirituality or in your oneness or whatever. Your decision, it cannot override. So now I want to use this abundance thing about the young lady I talked about. It's going to set this up, tie this up really well. And when I said to her, be a participant, and let's look at it. There is a lot of abundance in the world. Yes, we know. We see people. We see they're getting paid. Oh, to play back uh, the sports. We don't even talk about the sports arena. Okay. Now, even though she may have been experiencing that temporary lackness, it, money is still going on. But her mind was the mechanism mm -hmm. of changing that. So that abundance could not override. It could not come to her or fall towards her because it could not override what she was mm -hmm. thinking about being in lack because her power is just as strong as it happening or not happening. When I read that, I went, oh my goodness, I forgot where I got it from. Maybe because I don't know. Your mind, it cannot over because we are that powerful. We are these co-creators. Yes, yes, yes. But we must wake up to that part of our being. Mm -hmm. Now, just because we're not awake, we're not going to be at fault. There is no fault, no guilt, no anything. When you are awake to the real truth, <laughs> no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. But if you don't seek it, and if you're not um, awake to it, yep. then okay. So in other words, it even though the money is still circulating, it could not overpower what she was thinking about her in her abundance. I'm I am in lack. I don't have enough. Because her decision and her mental capacity of that is strong as yep. saying, okay, it is enough. Yeah. Yeah. You're mine. Free will. I love, it. I love when you get excited. Yes, you get excited. It it just um, and what I love so much about it is you're really just delivering a message to us. It's as that we know Wanda's thought. This isn't your. That we already know. This is we just already know this. Our invitation to remember yes. that we Thank do you. have agency. That we do have every day an yes. invitation to redefine ourselves, and sometimes in very small ways. Right. Yes. Very small ways, you know, and we used to spend a lot of time just talking about um, meetings or this aspect or yes. it was all to shift my perspective, all yes. to get me to say, well, what if it's not that? Well, what if I'm not that? What if I could be? And it just kept for me, it keeps um, building upon that. And I think, you know, I think that you're. You are a gift. We know <laughs> you, you are, are too. a gift, but you are a gift because we all are a gift, but you yes. have chosen, you have chosen this service time and time again. Um, 
and that you've shared stories of your journey and experience, but it has always stayed true to the core of service. Yes. So how do you, in this world where, you know, it's, there's so much, there's so many people, there's so many things going on. What is next for you and how can, how are you planning to amplify this gift that you have? Because, Mm. you know, we need to, we need more Wanda, we need more <laughs> of this voice, in uh, my opinion, um, inviting people to grow to, and, and not even to like to change yet. Right. But just to continue to find the perspective to grow in person, in our personal lives and in business. So what's next for Wanda? Oh, that's interesting. You would say that I am when I hear as I am the word I am, every time I hear I am, I go, Hmm. Um, in this moment, uh, it seems that the universe is called to, for me to put together uh, online courses uh, for business. Well, what business for anybody who's starting a business or going to create the business or ongoing in the business? Also, I'm doing something called um, a website called um, Swift Advice for Life, which is going to be where you can be able to get these techniques um, at your disposal and a newsletter just as at once. So it's all coming together now uh, because the expansion now has happened and it's calling to expand in these directions oh, so that it can really exciting. go out to, yeah, most of the people. So I'm glad you asked. And that's coming up soon. I'm, that's in development right now as we speak. Swift and, um, advice for life. Yes, swift I advice for life. Talk about meeting people where they are, right? In a world where everything is swift and swipe. But what we really need is not more TikTok videos. What we need is real tactical advice and insights. Yes. Let's get through. Um, Yes. And that's what it is, right? Yes. It's a multitude of that website is going to be a multitude of uh, go to information, you know, on point for this, for that uh, immediate, uh, immediate uh, um, instant transaction that you want to really move through and. Yeah, so it would really be encouraging and um, yeah, inspiring. And it's going to be available. Uh, you'll be able to get a monthly newsletter that's going to be really informative. Uh, just going, just taking it to another height of heights. And I, as it goes through me, I'm going, okay, now I've had this on my, I call it the evergreen uh list i always tell people you know always put down your evergreen thoughts you never know when they're going to happen it could be two years from now because there's no timing really we just give it time because we need to do that for some apparent reason uh oh i I think we need to the the timing probably maybe want to keep keep us uh we have to be motivated but we don't need to be motivated by time all we need to do is tune in tap in and that motivation will naturally start to take effect you know it's it's just what it's just the purpose. It's just what we all are here for, actually. Uh, everybody is here for that. <laughs> uh, so you'll be able to um, see what you like, see what really um, uh, what you're interested in. You know, it's going to be some humor. So we're going to have it's it's really going to be something. But I'm glad you asked. You that's up and coming. Right? Yeah, a couple months in the making, but it's almost it's, it's development now. Yeah. So well, you know, I mean, and that's the. That's the truth, right? When yes. we when we when we pursue our path, when we seek to bring to life our fate, right? Yes. Like you said you're being called to do this. We are definitely not guaranteed an easy journey. I will right. say that my time and in, in this particular part of my journey with you, yes. where you've been a participant with me, yes, um, has not been fun. 
pleasant all the time. Oh, wow. Right. We've had some rides, right? I called We've it had a lot of fun, but my goodness, mm -hmm. it has been really um, amusement not hard, park ride. bumpy, right? Like <laughs> amusement park rides, which I'm writing about yeah, that too, as we speak. Absolutely. It's totally, yeah. it's a ride, but, but what we have to remember is it goes up and down and it goes up and down. And if we think it's only going to be up, we're crazy, right? We're setting yes. ourselves up for stress because everything worth doing will have some effort, right? Yes. No matter what it is. And, and even if it's a small consequence, our choices have consequences, right? And yes. You showed yes. me your planner at one point in time during the, the deep <laughs> development of this, and it made okay. my hurt and my watch started spinning out, you know, just because, yes. but that was the choice and the commitment because doing big things requires yes. big commitment and, and big support and big, ah, uh, Yes. And a planner to make sure you get it all done. Don't forget the stuff. Can you imagine a planner like that going on for years? It could not have happened. <laughs> nope. And you did it. And I cannot wait to see what it is. So if we want to follow along with the Wanda Harris um, to see what's coming up next, where can people find you and what should okay. be? Should Let me give you for? my, uh, I'm going to give you my email. It's okay. I'm going to give you my phone number. I'm open and accessible. Uh, personality mirroring at yahoo.com. All one word. P-E-R-S-O-N-A-L-I-T-Y mirroring M-I-R-R-O-R-I-N-G at yahoo.com. Now you're going to laugh because my daughter goes, you still using at Yahoo? Yes, mm -hmm. I am. I'm not changing it. Why? It's just an email. It yes, means, I don't okay. care. What does it mean? I don't yep. know. I'm in labels. I have no idea. Okay. And um, uh, and I went personality mirroring. Wow, they gave me that long title, but I'm I'm keeping mm -hmm. it just as well. And my phone number is 973-418-2219. And uh, yeah, so feel free uh, to contact me, call me. Uh, you can all, and sometimes I always say it's better to text um, because usually when I see the text, I see the text right away. The call sometimes goes to the call and I check those probably once every other yeah. day only because texting now has been the way of whatever we're following through. And it makes it easy and simple. And then I can look right at it directly when I see it. And I want it to be easy and accessible for everybody. So yes, this has been such a moment of a moment but if everybody can take away that observer and participant that's one of I the many techniques right. that i use you'll be able to have it they'll be ha able to have a takeaway to use instantly mm -hmm. and see what happens for you in that it will soften that because we already had that ability we are already yep. compassionate by nature we just yep. forgot and i can give a first-hand testimonial that the that it works personal or the objective the observer um, so I thank yes. you for the work that you do with me, my family and the people I love uh, and the work beyond those I don't know yet. Um, yeah. and I just am grateful that you have continued to choose a life of service. Um, yes. and I just remain humbled by you. And thank you for being willing and able and taking us on this journey. I can't do without you. What you see in me is in you. What I see in you is in me. So mm -hmm. we're just one. You and I can finish each other's sentences sometimes, you know, when we're on a call a lot. I go, keep going. And we're going, and we don't want to hang up. An yep. hour can turn to two hours or three hours, knowing she has a family, have to get to things. We can go on. But thank you so much. You are a gift. Wanda, thank you so much. And to everyone else, go be so fabulous. The world can't stand it. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
And that's a wrap on another episode of And All the Things. If you enjoyed today's show, please like and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. If you really liked it, please go ahead and rate it. Then think about who in your life might also need to hear it and any of the other episodes we have shared. Then share it with them. When you find something meaningful, something valuable, you've got to share it and pay it forward to those you care for. Thanks for joining us and follow along on Instagram at myjoycoach to see more of me, your host, Michaela Bertieshaw. And as always, make it a great day.